The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, we've got William and Susan Meggs on the line and we're going to talk about their book, Recreational Barking. How are you both doing today? Doing fine, thank you. Great. So this book, Recreational Barking, what's the story behind it? Well, it's actually an autobiography of an artist, Tom Martin, Hmm. who had no money, went to New York City, no job, and he successfully broke into the New York City art scene. This is back in the end of the 1960s going into the 1970s, he was having sell-out one-person shows in Manhattan at top galleries, and then he developed chronic progressive multiple sclerosis. And it's an autobiography. He tells the story of his childhood, of his becoming an artist, of his successes, and then how he dealt with multiple sclerosis. Yeah. And it's richly illustrated with 65 of his paintings. Wow. So it's an art book as well as an autobiography. Yeah. And it has contributions from famous artists, including Susan, <laughs> who uh, knew Tom and testify about his work. Because it's an autobiography, did he write it? When we did the autobiography, he was paralyzed. He was no longer able to type. He dictated it, and I had the honour of having him dictate it to me. And when you were writing it, did you learn stuff about him that you didn't know previously? Oh, yes, I learned lots of things. Tom was had a great sense of humour. That, that, that was his hallmark, and he loved to tell stories. So he had many more stories to tell than what are recorded in the book. So how long had you known Tom for? I've known him the longest. I met him in 1965. Wow. He and I were both graduate students at Syracuse University. He was getting a Master of Fine Arts in painting, and I was working on a PhD degree in all things theoretical physics. In spite of this big difference, we met, we bonded. He taught a drawing course in the evening. I took his drawing course, and then we would go down to the local pub and 
Oyster Tank together, uh, and I met many, many other people in the Syracuse art scene through Tom. So it was one of the best friendships I ever had. And I met Tom in the fall of 1970, uh, soon after I came to New York. His sister was my assistant at the Museum of the American Indian. Wow. What was it like as a person back then? Everybody liked Tom. Uh, Tom and his art were outrageously funny. He was very mischievous. He never missed an opportunity to push people's buttons. <laughs> One thing I would say about Tom, he was extremely generous. As Susan said, he was a people person. But I always had a place to stay in New York City. And I would visit Tom at least once a year uh, when I wasn't living in New York. And I was just a steady stream of people who came through. Yeah. And I also want to mention that Tom was an intellectual, too, liked to present yeah. himself as one of the boys in, yeah. in his parties. That was a better way to elicit responses uh, that allowed him to observe uh, human idiosyncrasies and foibles. Yeah. In terms of his art as well, how would you describe him as an artist? Tom was really on the way to success. Um, Tom was very uh, well respected by people who we knew, uh, who were established artists. Uh, his humor was also very evident in his art as well as in his storytelling. And and he was a, a sympath- it was a sympathetic portrayal of human foibles that that he really uh, showed, but very much in an American cultural context. Yeah. And and I also wanted to add that Tom had a deep understanding of art history, so he was really, as I mentioned before, an intellectual. He deliberately borrowed classic elements for his own kind of sophisticated interpretations but using a comic style. So it was about metaphors uh, in his work. And of course, as you mentioned earlier, he had this diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. What was his reaction to that? Well, at first, I mean, Tom denied it. He was very much in denial uh, at the first several years. But uh, And he promised me not to tell anybody that he had multiple sclerosis and then a few years later, his symptoms started to get worse. And we went to a, a new a neurologist mm. and she sat Tom down and said to him. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, what the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great 
great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You have MS and you have to know you have it, but Tom was very determined. He he kept working. Yes. Tom even kept working when he could no longer hold a brush. And I was honored to help him paint. It was his brain and my hands. Yeah. We took some drawings of his back when he still had manual dexterity, blew them up, traced them on the canvases, and he would tell me how to mix the paint. Uh, yellow, put a little touch of red, mix it up. Too much red, put a little more yellow. Uh, thin it with some turpentine. I actually got a course in how to do oil painting by being his assistant. <laughs> As I said, his brain, my hands. Yeah. And of course, the paintings were not as elaborate and detailed as mm. his, but a section of his autobiography has reproductions of these paintings he did with assistants. He, well, mm. You know, it was a very clever thing that he worked out of how uh, people would be able to assist him in the studio. It was an example of his determination to fight MS. And I also wanted to to mention that before he lost the dexterity, he did a series called Back to Health. Mm. And uh, he was showing himself because everything was really autobiographical in his work as well. But he showed himself exercising, jogging, uh, lifting weights, whatever. Uh, Even when actually at that point, he really couldn't do those things anymore. But that's also when he started his computer animations, which was something very beautiful time, something very avant-garde. And notably, he did one of a guy on a treadmill, um, which Tom called a metaphor for life. himself really on a treadmill. And then he did another series of the ventriloquists, these, which were these art history lessons. He taught a lot of art history uh, at the university. And uh, he typically switching roles again. The ventriloquist was the dummy and the dummy was the smart guy who answered the question. <laughs> That's quite clever. And why do yeah. you think he wanted to write an autobiography? Because he wanted to tell stories. Yes, Tom was a great storyteller. He was a great humorist. Um, his love, his and Susan's love, was a gathering place for large numbers of people, and Tom yeah. would entertain. Um, he enjoyed telling the stories as my being the person he dictated them to. Mm. And so many of them were just laugh out loud funny. Yeah. Uh, I had to correct a lot of misspellings because trying to keep up with his humor and, and stay serious 
serious enough to type it when I was rolling on the floor laughing. <laughs> I think people reading the book, reading his autobiography, will laugh in, at some of the most outrageous humor mm. you'll uh, ever read. How would you like to raise more awareness about multiple sclerosis? Well, the first thing I would say is the Multiple Sclerosis Society had a, had a traveling exhibit called Project Rembrandt mm-hmm. about artists who had multiple sclerosis. Uh, the best, most eminent artist, and Tom was in that. He was interviewed on CBS News. He was interviewed uh, talking to Kitty Carlisle and Maury Alter. Oh. But the most important thing to me is we do not have a cure for multiple sclerosis. And Tom's story is a story of a tragedy. It's a story of a person gradually over a 20-year period going from a vibrant, energetic person to having difficulty walking. All the medical profession has to offer is supportive care, a cane, a walker, Mm. an electric scooter, a nursing home bed. So we desperately need a cure for this horrible disease. There are some treatments for intermittent relapsing multiple sclerosis, but the first FDA treatment for chronic progressive MS wasn't until 2017. And it doesn't cure the disease, it just modestly slows the progression. So we definitely need more research and the people who have MS need to have very good supportive care. Yeah. Yes, and and I would say that the book itself, Recreational Barking, is a vehicle for raising awareness of MS and what it's really like to live with MS. Absolutely. Well, where can we find the book, Recreational Barking? You can find it everywhere. It's for sale on Amazon.com. It's hardback, paperback, and Kindle. Barnes and Noble. It's available on Barnes and Nobles. Uh, it can be uh, ordered through bookstores. Uh, hopefully, it'll be stocked in bookstores soon, but it was just released last month. And on Kindle on Kindle as well. Excellent. Well, many thanks for joining us today. It's been great to talk to you both. No, thank you. It was great to talk to you, Toby. You're welcome. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The throbbing pulse of sound, of sound.